0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mike News, your news source, uh, I think. So basically what I'll do, I'll just read some headlines on newspapers about Canada and the world and we'll just have fun. So, yeah, enjoy today's episode. All right, guys, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read headlines uh, based out of uh, the Toronto' Sun and the Toronto Star because these are two very famous newspapers that we have here in Toronto and they will talk about the world and Canada overall. So I'm not going to go uh, about uh, I'm not going to go to news about uh, Brazil or anything. I'm just going to talk about Canada and Toronto and the world. I think this is interesting. Uh, it's it's some way to to kind of learn about the other cultures and see, some things that you don't see, because usually uh, when you are in Brazil, you're going to have two types of news that arrive uh, in, in Brazil. So basically really good news. So those things that are almost 100% of the time is fake news, it's like, oh, yeah, it's so easy to get a job in Canada. Just come and you like you make $15,000 a second. Uh, so this is one type of news that arrive. That you that you get in Brazil, and the other type is um it's um really bad news, so stuff that really likes some shooting happens somewhere, and then that happens but overall like day to day news you know some stuff that we don't like or some good stuff sometimes uh you don't get to see that because in Brazil you're worried about Brazil, and that makes total sense. I'm not even saying that. Uh, that that should be a part of uh, Brazilians' newspapers or news, any type of news source. So the idea here is that I'll just go through some newspapers that I like. So I'm going to go through the Toronto Star and the Toronto Sun, and because they are, they should be uh, from different political perspectives. You know, they are very similar; they think very similarly, but uh, they 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 would be two opposites. So one of them would be more to the right, and one of them would be more to the left. So I'll just use both of them. And from both of them, I will grab one news uh, article about Canada, one about the world, and the from the other one, I'll get one about Canada and one about the world. So we're going to have four things to talk about today. So the first one I want to talk about, it's about a criminal lawyer in Toronto. Um, so... Well, actually, sh- so she's worked in New York. I'm not sure if she's actually Canadian. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if she's actually Canadian. But anyways, uh, so it's a young girl. Uh, sh- she's a she's a criminal lawyer, and she's ahead of the the pack in when it comes down to cannabis. And I I think it's really interesting to talk about this. Because Brazil is discussing, like, should we legalize or not weed? And and right now in Toronto and in whole Canada, like all around the country, we have actually legalized weed. And I think that is interesting. Um you know, you, you can have all sorts of uh, opinions about should you or should you not. I think in a country like Canada, it kind of works really well, the fact that it's legalized. So, um, yeah, so the headline is she's a brilliant young legal mind and her mission is to expunge the cannabis convictions of half a million Canadians. So uh, according to, to her, do you, you ha- we have half a million uh, Canadians uh, uh, convicted because of uh, cannabis. So either they they are you know actual uh, drug dealers, or you know sometimes uh, uh, sometimes they're not, but they ended up being convicted anyways. So uh, so she says. Uh, uh, there, there's a quote by her here it's, she says I think it's hilarious I had this joke when I first started cannabis amnesty that marijuana uh, marijuana was as significant as was as significant in my life as oregano a herb that I thought about occasionally and I didn't reuse really um so so yeah so she has a uh, a project called cannabis amnesty and she wants to take 500 thousand. 500,000, yeah, half a million so 500,000 Canadians uh, out of their convictions right? Uh, So the government had proposed pardoning those with convictions uh, technically called record uh, record suspension but those records would still exist and then uh, uh, yeah, so that would be something that is an idea that I'm thinking about so let me know what you think about this topic. You know, in Brazil right now, think about the way it works in developed countries like Canada, United States, and think of it like, okay, maybe should we legalize? Should we not legalize? What's different from Brazil? Let me know. Uh, tell me in the comments if you are listening to this to this uh, to this on iTunes, and you know, leave a review or something, and tell me. Uh, in my Instagram, just message me there and let me know. So. Moving on, uh, now this news is about the world. So, what we have here uh, right now is um, is something about Trump, the White House, and the media. So, this is a very sensitive topic. Uh, what happened, and I, I have to give you a background here because uh, something happened before uh, this headline could appear. So I'm not sure if you have been following, you know, international politics, uh, but there is one um, journalist from CNN who is very—it's—it's it's a good journalist if you think about it, because he makes hard questions to Trump. Um, and journalists, when they go to the White House, they need to have credentials. So this CNN uh, journalist called Jim Acosta. The Last time he was there, he made some some questions to Trump and then Trump said, you have one more question. And then he kind of moved on and kept ask, asking questions. And then in the White House, you have an intern. So she's a gr- girl and she's like very fragile, you know, and sh- she's just a young girl. And she, uh, her, her, her job is, you know, to kind of guide it through and, and take the micro- microphone and give it to the right people. So she was giving the microphone to, to so she was taking the microphone out from Acosta's hand and he kind of, you know, it's not crazy. It's not like he pushed her, but he, he kind of uses a little bit of force to to not allow her to take the microphone from him. So after that, the White House and Trump said that they would take out and they would suspend Jim Acosta's uh, credentials to go into the White House. So Jim Acosta could not go into the White House anymore. And that creates a number of debates, right? So first of all, was Jim Acosta using strength to not allow the girl to take his microphone? That's, That's the first debate. Second debate is... Uh, Okay, if he wasn't using strength, then is Trump being is it is Trump censoring media because he doesn't like CNN. Right. Um, You know. uh, All right. And and then and then, you know, there's a bunch of problems because uh, the White House released the video. People argued that the video wasn't real, it was uh, it was doctored, so it was a fake video about the strength and the power that Jim Acosta used to, uh, to keep the microphone. And then some other people said that it's not a fake video, it's a real video. So you have a bunch of problems around that. Uh, but overall, the main argument and problem here is media inside the White House, should Trump have the power to ban someone from inside the White House? I mean, of course he has that power, but should he use it? And isn't it uh, isn't it really bad to have a president who, when asked the hard questions, just, you know, ban someone from from within the White House? So, you know, if Jim Acosta uh, is considered not to have used the strength and not harassed or pushed the, the intern at all, um, I don't think Trump made a good move here. If, however, Jim Acosta kind of pushed her and went too far... Uh, with his credential, then that might have been a good thing. but again, I think banning someone is a very uh, it's a very big leap, you know so that's something to consider. So this is. What I've been talking about. This is just the background. Now the headline is Fox News will support CNN's lawsuit against Trump over suspension of Jim Acosta's press credentials. So what happened is CNN, it's obviously going to sue, uh, so put Donald Trump in court um because of that because of Jim Jim Acosta's press credentials and what happened is you have in the United States you have Fox News and Fox News is known to be a very big Trump supporter however now uh, Fox News allegedly will support CNN's lawsuit so you have now the main source uh for information that has always supported and even helped in Trump's campaign Uh, In the United States in 2016, you have Fox News supporting CNN in a lawsuit, uh, probably because they are a media company and they are definitely, you know, on the side of having media within and inside the White House, no matter what. So I think it makes sense. Uh, So Fox News president Jay Wallace issued a statement that said that his division will file an amicus brief. So that means they will help CNN in court. Uh, with the U.S. District Court that backs the lawsuit filed by CNN against President Donald Trump and other administration officials over the decision to suspend Acosta's White House press pass after a conflict at a news conference last week. Um... So the suit filed Tuesday says the suspension of Acosta's credential violates the first amendment's protection of free speech and that's what I figured that was I've thought. So you have you have the United United States Constitution and you have the first amendment there uh which is basically about protecting free speech allowing everyone to say anything at all times. Um right so you have that. United States probably the only country in the world where you can't say anything where you have A protection of free speech since their constitution that's probably like 300 years old, right? So that's the thing. That's the topic. Uh, Is Trump right? Is Trump wrong? Should, uh, you know, do you think that Jim Acosta used strength and kind of push the girl away so that she would not grab his microphone this is something you have to watch the video and see the actual footage to to make a decision about and then after that after you see the video you can think well Trump is going too far and even if the person did use strength do you think Trump still went too far you know think about that and let me know because I'm interested and now let's go to uh the Toronto Sun and let's see uh, something we can talk about here uh, using another type of newspaper. So, Toronto Sun about Canada, and I, I I think like I like this headline because uh, it tells something about Canada that a lot of you don't know happens. So, you know, in Brazil, we have uh, strikes. So, I'm not sure if you know the word strike. So, strike, the word strike is greve right so in Brazil we have strikes uh, on our uh, postal service all the time right correios they will go and strike all the damn time in Brazil and that happens here in Canada as well right so we have Canada post uh, it's the same idea it's uh, a company that is uh, you know kind of uh, publicly funded although it is way better than Correios of course but it's publicly funded so you have all those problems because it's public administration uh, so so you have Canada Post and then they are on strike right now. So, um, yeah, so Canada Post issues a new offer. So they they, they issued a new offer to their workers. And eBay, because eBay has a bunch of deliveries to make, calls on feds to end strikes so the word feds uh, it's referring to the cops to the officials to the police to the police uh, to the police or you know to the federal uh, government workers so yeah so Canada Post has issued what it calls a time-limited contract offer to its employees in hopes of any rotating strikes that have created a historic backlog of undelivered parcels so yeah so here you know similar to Curitiba in Brazil at some point, maybe you don't receive your parcel that you ordered from Amazon because Canada Post is giving you a hard time uh, So, because they are on strike for some reason, right? Uh, so let's see the proposal that Canada, uh, Canada Post made. So the proposal, which the agency said was worth, worth roughly $650 million, also contains a new job security provisions, uh, including for rural and suburban careers, Carriers who have complained about precarious employment and a 10 million health and safety fund. So it's a it's kind of a good offer if you think about it. Um, but it, it it's only possible if they can agree to it before the holiday shopping rush, uh, and the holiday shopping rush actually starts on November 17, which is Black Friday, I think, and then that's when we have. The volumes required. So think about it. We have Canada Post on uh, in, in on strike right now, rotating strikes. And uh, we have Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which are two days of major shopping. Almost like I think that the, that's the day where Amazon makes the most money in the whole year or something, or the second day, which they make like millions and millions and millions of, of, of sales in the day. In Canada and in the U.S. and and Canada Post will have to deliver to Canada. So you know it's a, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting article just to show you guys that Canada is not a perfect place and we have strikes and we have uh, publicly funded uh, enterprises that don't work as well as they should. Uh, so we have that. And lastly, to talk about the world and that's uh, a new, very new uh, problem that's happened. Uh, in the United States, we have uh, an activist uh, a human women's right activist who has been charged for beating women so this is this is this is this is tough <laughs> right because i'm not saying he has beaten a, a girl right because uh, for now we don't have enough evidence to support that he has actually so he hasn't been charged but he's been uh, accused right so let me read you the headline. Stormy Daniels, that's the name of the guy, law, lawyer Michael Avenatti, domestic violence uh, says, right, the mas- domestic violence charge is bogus. So the word bogus is like it's bullshit. It's, it's a it's a made-up story. Uh, so this is in Los Angeles, United States. So Michael Avenatti, that's the name of the guy, who is skyrocketed to fame as a critic of the United States President Donald Trump and the lawyer for... Porn actress Stormy Daniels was arrested Wednesday and booked on a felony domestic violence charge, Los Angeles police said. So, on Wednesday, uh, he was booked on a felony domestic violence violence charge by the LAPD. Uh, okay, so the victim, the victim in the case, had visible injuries. Uh, uh, injuries, according to Officer Tony M, a police spokesman. But Avenatti slammed the allegation as completely bogus and fabricated, and meant to do harm to my reputation, in a statement released by his law firm. Avenatti, who has said that his at 2020 presidential run, posted fi- posted $50,000 bail and was released about four hours after he was arrested on Wednesday, on the same block where he lives in a skyscraper apartment. Police declined to provide any details about the victim including the victim's relationship to Avenadi as he left the police station Wednesday Avenadi said he had never hit a woman and he said he's been an advocate for women's rights his entire career and then he pers- he moves on to thank LAPD for the work uh, and then they tell a little bit of the story of Avenatti, how he became famous. So the story basically is this guy is a woman's right activist and he's a very critical person of uh, Donald Trump because of Donald Trump's statements against women. And then allegedly he was charged for for uh, for a felony uh domestic violence charge so think about how crazy is that i'm not saying he did it uh let me know what do you think do you think that uh he did it what do you think maybe he didn't do it and if he did it maybe what should happen and how does that affect uh his 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 defense on women's right if someone does something bad to women is this person still allowed to defend women or not so yeah that was today's Mike news. And I really like this type of episode, to be honest. Maybe it's a little uh, less interesting to a lot of you that I don't like, you know, reading the news, checking this type of stuff out. But I really had a lot of fun doing this one. So I hope you have a great day. and uh, I'll see you in the next Mike news. and uh, yeah, I need I need kind of I need kind of like, a A sound to put here as in, like, as, 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 like, Jornal Nacional, like, well, anyways, have a good day, guys, and uh, take care. And thank you so much for listening. It's super, uh, it's super humbling, and it's an honor to have you here. And yeah, see you, uh, see you, see you some other time. (laughs)